My guest today is Chris Plant. He's here to talk about his review of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. My name is Justin McElroy, and you're listening to Polygon's Quality Control. My name is Justin McElroy twice. Uh, maybe. That does sound like something I would do. <laughs> you just really want people to know. Just, well, I mean, they can run it back. I don't have that ability. Um, <laughs> I'm in love with the choice. There was a reason. There was an artistic reason. See sure. if you can figure it out at home. Uh, Chris, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds mm-hmm. has been out for a couple weeks, and Player Unknown's <laughs> Battlegrounds has been out for like a year. Uh, how on earth did you start to approach this review? Um, you know, I feel like I started approaching this review months ago before I worked at Polygon.com when I wrote uh, a blurb on it at The Verge when I was building a, kind of a rolling game of the year list. And I wrote then that I think if it was something to the effect of like, if I had never played this game, I probably would have given it a 10 out of 10, which is not going to make anybody happy who's very upset with me giving that score. Um, but my point then at the time, which is very different than why I ended up actually giving it a perfect score, was I had not encountered a game that I could watch like a sport, like um, football or basketball that was on TV and it happened in front of me and I picked it up naturally. I didn't need some hyper fan explaining the intricacies of like how dota works or how uh, a fighting even fighting games are closer but how a fighting game works or how counter-strike works um it felt like immediate entertainment and that was that felt revelatory to me it's it was i have a very clear memory of being at e3 this was before you you joined polygon again but we like turning it on on the big tv and like just watching and getting like super excited a, a, a person we had no knowledge of like a stranger just watching a stranger play because the situation is so simple that you can read the scene i would say even easier than a lot of professional sports right i mean like you you the the moment to moment is is very clear this person is trying to not get killed <laughs> And yeah. if they're doing things that like risk that, then they uh, then it's thrilling. Yeah, I I I completely agree. <laughs> I mean, I don't have anything else to add to that, other than the fact that then later, I mean, shortly after that, I I really got into playing it. I started playing with y'all at some point down the line, um, and something I really enjoyed uh, that you and the Polygon crew started before I was here was Awful Squad. And using it, embracing the features that I already had to tell your own stories. And some of that is, you know, you have access to custom servers. But even still, even without that, I just think that every game has a natural story arc that so few multiplayer games, I think, have that is so compelling. Um, And it makes it easy to um, add the fun to it. It's almost like Mad Libs, right? Like... The, the joy of Mad Libs when you hand it to a kid is they feel like they write their own story, but really they're just kind of filling in a few blanks. Um, mm. and, and that's 
really how I feel whenever I watch uh, a Battlegrounds match, that you always get that same good uh, core story, and then the, the players kind of add the flourishes. Um, let's go ahead and, and talk about the score, because you brought it up, and uh, I, I feel like it's probably top of mind for a lot of people. Um, I would say that, in, in my memory, Polygon 10 out of 10s, of which there are very few, um, tend to be fairly, uh, I want to say effusive, except that has a connotation of uh, being overly so. Um, but they are, they are always, fairly rarely do they ever find fault of any substance with a, a 10 out of 10. And I, I think that you have a couple of sections in here, um, specifically when you're talking about controls, the cheaters, the system, uh, the inventory system being unintuitive, um, where you level some pretty considerable criticism uh, at the game. Um, how, for you, do you sort of um, make that jive with a, a 10 out of 10? Which, again, does not mean perfect. It means our highest possible recommendation, but still. Yeah. Um. Well, I would compare it to the other game. <clears throat> I've given a 10 out of 10 on Polygon a long time ago. I think comparing these two kind of shows how my opinion of what a like 10 out of 10 for whatever that means has changed. And I think PUBG is a pretty good reflection of that. So I don't know. Let's see. How many years ago is this? I'm looking at the review now. 2012. Oh, my gosh. Could that be possible? Indeed. Have Six years ago. Wow. Um, I reviewed Spelunky for Polygon.com. And I gave Spelunky a 10. And Spelunky is, I think, for people who got upset about the PUBG review, I think this is the game that they would say is a 10. Well, maybe they don't like it, I don't know. But the, the logic here is Spelunky is a perfect object. There is, I don't think there is anything wrong with it. I don't think there are any flaws. I think it is a machine in which every part uh, has a corresponding part, every action has a corresponding action. Um, it is efficient and concise and uh, elegant, right? Mm -hmm. And then that, I feel like it was of that time. I feel like there was a time where um, for, you had games that were meant to be released and not updated. They, didn't, they, they came out at the end of their development. That was it. That was the holistic object. Um, and really the only people who could make a perfect game like that had to have gobs of money or eventually Splunky. You figure out just an idea that you can really hone down. So it was Nintendo was able to pull it off. Um, maybe Rockstar could pull it off. Even then, I think that's kind of a stretch. Um, and then like Derek Yu could do it with a, a small indie game that, you know, didn't have such great ambitions that it, it could be perfect and meticulous in its own way. What's changed for me over the years is one, I just don't agree with the idea that imperfections um, prevent something from achieving like true greatness. I, I think that would, <laughs> if that were true, there would be so many great works of literature and so many great films that people would be down on only because like they were cheaply made, right? Like I, th I think if you look at uh, Reservoir Dogs is not my favorite movie, but I think you could use it as an example of like Reservoir Dogs has a number of problems in terms of consistency, visual consistency, or, you know, operating on a low budget. But at the end of the day, it is a masterpiece that launched Quentin Tarantino's career. Um, 
I think you can say the same thing about PUBG. I feel like it is operating as best it can, as quickly as it can, under extreme pressure um, to improve day by day, week by week, patch by patch, uh, to be the level of polish that uh, people who play AAA open world games expect. The other thing that I'll say cha has changed really quick, because I feel like I'm running long, is the way games are made has changed. Like, now a game comes out and it can be updated post-release. Sometimes that can be really bad. And that can be an issue like, um, I'm sure people at Bethesda will not be thrilled that I mentioned this ever again, but like when I first played Fallout 4, uh, I had an issue where I got stuck in an elevator and like a patch came later that would have been way more useful if I had had it early on and not like lost all this progress. Um, and I think people who got mad at the PUBG review see this as like forgiving that type of issue. And I, and I respect that. But I think the difference here is PUBG, as broken as it was, it never truly ruined my experience. It never pushed me away. I never felt like I lost so much time. Maybe like I had a bad match here and there. And it's improved a lot. But the core idea, the core integrity of the game, I think was there from the very beginning. Um, and again, like, maybe I could have given it a 9.5. But then, like, what, what's the thing? How much do you punish a game that is achieving so, many, so much wonderful stuff because of these inconsistencies? I don't know. That, that just feels so joyless and non-committal to me that I, 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 could not, I could not get on board. I take your point. The only pushback I would offer in this case is the, the rampancy of, of cheating and hacking. It for, which for me has, um, it, it, the 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 weird thing about PUBG is if you lose, um, because of somebody cheating, it really invalid because it is just that. I mean, it is that binary: am I alive or dead? I feel like if you lose because of cheating, it really invalidates the whole of the experience. Um, sure. and that is the only thing where I would say, like, yes, this is like gotten in my way of having a good time on multiple occasions. I think that's totally fair. I think the counter to it would be it is an online game um, that there's only so much you can do. And again, this is not apologizing for them, but that I have had ups and downs with everything from rubber banding to cheating in the game and have seen progress off and on. I, I, you know, it is anything involving cheating in online games is you know, an endless chase, right? Like, there are always going to be people who are trying to subvert whatever barriers you put in place to prevent them from doing what they want. Um, and I feel like it has improved at times. I think it has definitely suffered at times. I, I think we might be in a bit of that down period. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I feel like I went in and reviewed the game as the object it is most of the time. Um, and I think it will be in the future, uh, to some degree. That's a very small part of it. Obviously, you don't want to like be predictive when you're reviewing a game. But I, I think I, going off the evidence of the rest of my time with the game, I think it was fair. Uh, we're going to take some questions from listeners and continue to talk about this fascinating game. But first, we're going to take a quick break to talk about our sponsors. First up is Freshly. It's a new year, new you. You want to get better physically with your bod? You want to mm. your spirit? I don't know if I can help with that, but it's definitely with your bod. It's never been easier to eat better thanks to Freshly. They've got these chef-cooked meals that are delivered straight to your door, and you can skip the shopping, chopping, and cleanup. 
you can get two weeks of dinners cooked by their chefs for $40 off. It's a special offer for first-time customers. So uh, I, I got a box of these uh, Freshlies, and I have to say, I enjoyed them a lot. You will not believe they came out of your microwave, uh, which it seems like a, a sort of cleaned-up version of that tagline. Might be something that Freshly can use in the future. I'll have uh, their people call my people, but uh, they were they're very delicious. So and try Freshly out. Go to Freshly.com slash quality control to get $20 off your first week and then another $20 off your second week. That's two weeks of meals cooked by chefs for $40 off. This offer is only valid for a limited time, so go to Freshly.com slash quality control to get fresh dinners delivered to your door. Next up, Zip Recruiter. Uh, it's still the new year since 30 seconds ago when I did that other ad. And uh, maybe you don't want to refresh your body. Maybe your body is perfect. It's a temple, but your business is in shambles. It's it's in disarray. You hate everybody <laughs> you work with. Well, good news. C- clean the decks. Get them out. It's time, time for cleanup. The reckonings come. Can them all and then go to ZipRecruiter.com to help you find the right people for your team. This may be the last ad ZipRecruiter runs with me. I'm just not realizing. <laughs> so I'm going to make it good. They post your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click. And uh, then ZipRecruiter actively looks for the most qualified candidates and invites them to apply. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate. That's underlined and italicized. Quality candidate through their site in just one day. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. You can find out why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes and industries to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. Just go to post jobs for free. Use the special offer, ZipRecruiter.com slash control. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash control. People really like talking about Public G, Chris. Mm. Have you you noticed that? Did you get any um, uh, opinions? No, the weird thing was I put the review up, and then nobody... Nobody commented. There were no replies. I, I didn't receive any emails. Everybody was, you know, warmly supportive, but indifferent was kind of the reaction. Um, uh, some pe- a couple of people said that, like, no game could deserve a 10 out of 10, which I don't really want to, like, ask you a question about. I just want to say, like, well, why would you have it on the scale, right? Like, at some point, a game does deserve that one because <laughs> it's one increment better than nine out of five right um <laughs> like like a, I, oh boy it's yeah it's, it i i mean i i just think it, it's an endorsement right it, it is this is a thing that everybody everybody who comes to the site we would encourage them to be aware of to if you can play it play it if you can watch it watch it uh but it will be something that we'll all look back on and it will be a key part of the games industry at this time maybe longer than this time um a few questions of this ilk uh, this one comes in from wolverine pork claws is mm. public g worth it at its current price for and i don't want you to adjust the price because that's a really tough sure. needle to thread but would you recommend for a beginner level online gamers uh, is it generally fun enough for gamers huh. without a lot of experience? I, I would say a few things. On Xbox, no. The review that we ran was for the PC version of the game. 
I cannot hammer this home enough. Do not play the Xbox version right now. Like, the PC version, even when it was rough, if you had a good enough computer, you could kind of brute force uh, a lot of the issues with uh, optimization, and it, it worked pretty well. I find it next to unplayable on Xbox One and Xbox One X. I should clarify that. Um, so hold off. I do think that they will eventually have it working well. They've obviously are very committed to it being a smash. So hold there. For for PC, what I would say is, what do you mean by beginner? If by beginner you mean, hey, I've never played uh, a shooter of any type on on a, a video a video game. No, like I I would hold off. I would I would play some single player games. Um, if by beginner you mean you haven't played competitive uh, multiplayer games, but you are familiar with shooters, I would say try it, but don't expect to win right away or anytime soon. But that's okay, because most people don't win. In fact, 99 out of 100 people don't win in every single match um, if you're playing solo. So don't feel bad. Enjoy the journey. Um, I think it's a good place to learn the mechanics of a shooter. Um, and... The other thing you can do is there are so many good streams. Go and watch it and get a feel for it before you even play um, and, and kind of learn the basics and then hop in, and I think you'll do pretty well. I mean, I do not consider myself the world's best video game person, and I, I feel like I have done pretty okay for myself in this game, especially compared to something like Call of Duty or Battlefield. One of the things I do like a lot about this game is for me, I feel like after a Call of Duty, a new Call of Duty or Battlefield comes out, if you don't get in on the ground floor the first week, everybody learns the map and you're donezo. Um, where in this game, I, I don't, it doesn't operate in the same way. It's not about like all this map management as much as like high level COD or Battlefield players. Yeah, it's interesting because I, I think that in in some ways it's like the most multiplayer game. Like it's a hundred people battling it out to try to kill each other so it's like very multiplayer but in a sense it's like also feels a lot of the time like a single player yeah. experience um i because it is so isolating and like a lot of the very few of the decisions you make in public g have to do with what other players are actually doing and they are much more driven by what other what you assume other players are doing or might be doing or should be doing yeah. Like it, it is it is very rare that you are responding to sort of one on one. I mean, it happens in every game almost, but like the vast majority of the time you are following your own whims, I would say. Yeah, it, it doesn't rely on Twitch reflexes nonstop like like so many shooters. Um, the other thing that I, I would say about that is like there are a lot of people on there who are just like you and who are newbies. Cameron uh, Kunselman, who writes sometimes for Polygon, who writes for Waypoint. He made a really good point recently uh, about the addition of replay to the game. And he loves the replay mode because you can go back and see how all these other people who played did and see that actually, you know, the people who took you down or were seemingly tearing through a, a certain town aren't these, you know, laser-sided aces that you perceive them to be. They're just as messy as you are. They're forgetting to reload. They're shooting the wall. They just happen to, you know get the right headshot at the right moment. Um, and I think that is very true. It's very enjoyable to see that everybody is 
there, there are obviously some very great players, but there are a lot of totally average schmucks like myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you enjoy it more playing with other people or playing by yourself? Mm, both, probably other people, just That's, because both is not an answer to that question. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say other people, but I, I enjoyed, bef- I enjoyed it alone at first. I like the pressure of not having to like know how to do everything. I don't know how Frustic plays on stream in front of people, um, because I think everybody has a very like strong opinion of how to do PUBG right. You know how to equip your ammo and how which which weapons you should always pick up and which you should always drop and how you should approach doors and windows and yada yada yada. There's all this like meta strategy that people are obsessed with, and some of that even when you're playing with friends, you can kind of feel the pressure. So I I really enjoyed just going in alone and not feeling the need to impress anybody um, for probably the first few hours of it. But eventually, I I do enjoy it more with friends. Cool. Well, uh, Plant, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you taking the time to talk with me about this uh, excellent game, this perfect game. Mm, Yeah, because when I gave it a 10 out of 10, what I want everybody to take away from this is it means not only is it perfect, but all other games are significantly less important. I will will say you didn't help my patented uh, not perfect highest recommendation spiel when you made the deck battlegrounds is imperfectly perfect like it doesn't help things when you do in fact call it perfect imperfectly perfect that doesn't mean perfect it's playing on your expectations of what perfection is it's called having fun with words justin yeah okay sorry oscar wilde (laughs) i'll I'll (laughs) leave you to it uh that's gonna do it for us this week thank you so much for listening and we'll be back again next week with an episode of quality control for chris plant i'm justin mcelroy and thank you for listening to polygons quality control Thank you.